الاثنين لو حصلها اليوم في اخر دقائق مفدين واحد الريمونتا هيستوريكا لثلاثة اثنين اللقب واسكوداتو من الليلة اضمنه لكم في تورينو الثالث يا اليوفي الدفاع يا الانتر دقيقة ونص أربع دقائق خمسة دقائق وقت ضايع فرصة الثالث حطالو حطالو سكوداتو لليوفي كامبيوني دي اليوفي مش ممكن ليكوين انتفض بيبيتا انتفض بيبيتا 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 خمسة وحويتا حتى في الشبيكة ثلاثة اثنين لتورينو ثلاثة اثنين يا الليجري الليجري لم يموت ليكوين يسجل اليوفي يكسبها يفجرها ويدمر الكرة الإيطالية من جديد سلامة أعصابكم يا المنافسين سلامة قلوبكم يا المنافسين Alberto, Alberto, see you put me in a put me in a jam now. You can't. It's too early for me to think like that, man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the all new episode of the Turin Giants podcast, number two hundred and one, two hundred one. I don't know. I need to decide now. We were just talking with Al about how to pronounce it. How would you say it? Two hundred and one. Two hundred one. All right. Well, we celebrated our two hundred episode last episode was awesome thank you so much to everyone for your kind words everybody hopped on thank you thank you buddy everybody hopped on it was a ton of fun please go back and listen to it it's not one of those time sensitive podcasts you can totally go back and listen now and um, hear about the old stories about the podcast and nine years in the making so that was really fun uh, probably my favorite episode ever uh, My name is Farhad. I'm the host that loves you most, and I have here with me, please welcome our special guest, Al from Old Juve Cast. What's up, buddy? Oh, man. Uh, happy to be here. Yes, nice. Thank you. Thank you for big the love. Fans, big fans, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's pumped to be here, man. Uh, Had an awesome time meeting you in L.A., of course, yes, uh, with the UV on the road there. And uh, we tried oh, we'll to make something happen it. there, but it was pretty hectic and chaotic. So I'm glad we could finally link up and do this now, man. Thanks, dude. And, and you've had me on, and I've never had you on, so I apologize. Uh, okay. You know what? I'm not going to do justice to the promotion. Please, um, before we get into the whole new episode, please tell your, your new listeners maybe how to find you. Yeah, basically uh, YouTube. We got the YouTube channel going, all UVcast, uh, as far as uh, just pods, if you're into just uh, listening. Really, just the post-match stuff is what gets posted on your audio outlets, but uh, YouTube's got a ton of fun stuff. We're just awesome. uh, starting to incorporate some live videos from uh, fans that are actually at the matches in Turin and whatnot, and then, of course, daily update videos, but it's just what it is all uv cast all uv all the time and we got a team of about 11 of us and we just all share the same passion man so yeah that's pretty much it in a nutshell that's awesome and you guys do an awesome job sometimes i sometimes i watch the stuff i don't take it per i literally don't have time for anything so i i try to check out my friends as well you guys do awesome work and i hung out with al in la like he mentioned and i think we should we should start with that and then we got a whole mess of things to talk about um Yeah, I met Al, and dude's an expert. I'm telling you. I've always said, listen, this podcast is just entertainment if you want to come here for a little therapy, a little silly conversation. But dude knows his shit. I was sitting there at the training. 
Um, you were discussing all the players, all the movements. It was it was great, wasn't it? How did you like LA first of all? It was it was cool, man. It was a, a really good time. It, I think uh, you know, as much as it's always great to be that close to the players and the team, and obviously a training session. It was honestly, it was one of the best part was just meeting. Uh, obviously, the UVLA fan club that I get a ton of support from. Meeting you, um, which to be honest uh, was one of the reasons uh, I started up my own thing too as you know was uh listening to you listening to roman from uv therapy at the time like there was such great content when i was growing up i didn't have any of that and now you know there's a lot of it there's a lot of great stuff a lot of great characters and uh, supporters that are doing their thing and i always tell people like you know there's a lot of comparisons and you'll start seeing it i'm sure in your youtube like in the comments that they're comparing all these creators look enjoy it all everybody's got their mm -hmm. own style their own brand sure. but uh, when i was growing up i would have killed for as much uh, content uh, that these fans have at their disposal now but the best part was definitely you know uh, i mean you guys meeting saeed and all those uh, supporters and that uh hookup before definitely the drinking game. drinking with me was the best part right oh yeah oh huh. The timeless classic of Gasolina in that Santa Monica bar still kills me. Look, and then I'm like, wait, what year is it? Where did we go? Dude, it was it was a trip. But it was, yeah, like you said, it was so nice to hang out and, 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 and in a relaxed atmosphere, meet the players. And just, we hung out in the lobby and there's McKinney, there's Nedved having champagne with his wife. There's this and there's, it was so surreal to just like, you're sipping on your drink and you kind of, you, you, you try to be inconspicuous, but you kind of just, just looking at the players, you know, it's. Such a you, wild atmosphere. You kind of said it best too, because like you're at the training ground, and once they start coming over and signing our, it's like you, it's like you turn into a kid again. For all sure, over, you know, like For that sure. excitement and like Locatelli grabbing my phone, doing a selfie with me. It's just like that's just cool, man. Like. It's just mm -hmm. cool. They had a good time. They made as much of it for the fans. The kids. It was awesome seeing those kids. I mean, when mm -hmm. Pedin takes off his gloves and gives them to that kid, and he breaks down in tears. Like that's just. Yeah, That's that was wild. Awesome. The kid was right next to me. And I'm like, dude, come here, come here, come here. And he, you know, he gives him gloves and the kid just bursts into tears. I've never seen anything like it. It was a really cool thing to see. And speaking of Perrin, like seeing him being an MVP of September and um, stepping in for Chesney, that, I was like, could not have happened to a better dude. Cause, and then he saw me in the lobby again. We chatted. I mean, chatted as much as I could, but took a picture with him and uh, really cool dude. I'm happy for him. And, and, you know, having the number two like that is a really, uh, truly a blessing. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a luxury not many teams have, right? When he re-signed and he was happy to do it, I was surprised because I thought he'd want to go somewhere, get some more minutes because he's capable of. Like, I mean, easy. what we're seeing is what we've known of pitting, right? So that's a, that's a big, big luxury for Juve. Easy. Um yeah, and we were just talking for a few minutes before we started. It's it's always cool to have another content. I hate it's such cringe to me, but find any other word for a content creator. Um, it's it's like you said, it's golden era, and we're just getting started. Some of us, and and you know, YouTube has been very kind to us. Please check us out on YouTube. I know we're very late to the game, but. Shout-outs to Dave. He's doing an awesome job there. Dash um, will be – I mean, they're so busy. They, they, they send me the schedule. I was like, every day of the week, really? Twice a day sometimes? And they're, they're happy to do it. And 
Uh, thanks for all the support to all the subscribers. Just type in Turian Giants uh, on YouTube. Uh, yeah, well, like, what's your favorite part about just being out there, talking to people? And your 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 studio is so much so much nicer than mine. It's it's quite a hey, quite a setup. Uh, what's that? It, what's the game behind you? I see a, a a starting lineup for a game. Yeah, so my buddy actually uh, does um, all time elevens, and you can choose oh, your awesome. all time eleven, and it gets custom framed and everything, and. Yeah, he does it up nice. It's a really, really sharp piece. And that is my all-time Juve 11 of players I've actually watched, like, growing up on TV. Okay. I didn't go well, as far back as, like... And I know you don't have much time. We, we're going to do a tight 45 here, but it's it's already so fun. I feel like we're not going to get to a lot of stuff. But tell me, re read them out loud real quick. So, of the players I've seen, and there's some mentions there that, like, it hurts me they're not on there, but... I've got okay. uh, Buffon, of course, in goal. I've got mm -hmm. across the back Turam, um, Ferrara, Chiellini, and uh, Zambrota. And Damn. then in the midfield, Nedved, Davids, and Zidane. With mm -hmm. uh, up top, the trio of uh, Trezeguet, Del Piero, and Roberto Baggio. Dude, can't argue with that. I got goosebumps. I know. And it, it hurts like guys like Pirlo not being on there, you know. And like then you have your heart picks, you know. Uh, obviously, uh, Marquisio, Il Principino, mm. you know, it's like you got some guys, but if I went all out, my guys growing up and that I've seen, that's the list for me. Pretty good. Uh, what's, what's the guy who, who, who does those posters? Is there any way to find him? So, um, it's my buddy, Luke. Uh, it's called all time 11, um, all time 11.com. You could check it out and, uh, do up your own of your own team. You could do multiples. You could do national sides, really, really top notch work. So yeah, if you're into that and need a piece for your office or workspace, highly recommend it. Awesome. Awesome. I love just, just creative people and working with creative people. Speaking of creative people, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, which you should, uh, this hoodie just came in. Literally, the first look at it. I've, this first time I'm wearing this. Please check it out. TurinGiants.com. I'm going to post it soon. Uh, work out a few kinks. But, yeah, I mean, people have been responding. I posted the back of it. The back of it is pretty sweet, too. Uh, I don't know if I should. I'm not going to do that. The back is cool. Go to at Turin Giants on Twitter. The, the photo is there. Uh, I'm really pumped about this hoodie. And it's. It's so soft, dude. There's nothing like hoodie season for me. And I, when I print the hoodies, I I go all out. There's not, they're not going to be cheap, but the quality is top notch. So nice. please check it check it out. Um, uh, I will probably butcher the name, but I when before we get started um, talking about actual Juve, I wanted to mention the tragedy that happened in Indonesia uh, at the stadium. Just I. After becoming a dad, it's seeing anything like that, I've kind of blocked out because I just I can't even fathom the, the events that happened. Um, uh, thoughts to all the families and, and uh, um, yeah, it's, it's rough. It's, it was rough to look at it, and I hope whoever is responsible is um, punished. Uh, Anyways, uh, see, I, I don't want to talk about stuff. It's tough to talk about. It's tough to think about. And you watch those videos and it's just, I, 
you won't, it's you won't heartbreaking catch me and gut-wrenching and infuriating all at the same time because it just shouldn't be happening. And yeah. there should never be a moment where somebody says goodbye to their loved ones when they go to watch a sporting event and aren't able to actually return home. Like, it just shouldn't be happening, period. Yeah, and treating treating people like like their cattle um that was that was just a response that was just awful man yeah. so r.i.p um i'm gonna play the sound bite of my favorite higuain goal and i think i think we all know what that's gonna be yeah. uh let's just talk about higuain his legacy at juve um let's go back to when it was announced, it was a very expensive. It was 90 million euros at the time. Uh, what was your reaction? A couple of words before we go through his, the, the whole career at Juve. The funny thing was when it was announced, I thought it was quite a bit and maybe we could spread the cash out um, when it was announced. But to be honest, um, I loved Pipita for his time at Juve. And uh, mm -hmm. he did his job, and he did it at a very, very high level. And, yeah, I've, I've got nothing bad to say about the guy. I, it was a little sad, tough to see how it ended, obviously with Ronaldo coming in and us just not having the space and kind of pushing him away against his will. But he still never said anything negative about Juve, even in his uh, retirement presser speaking highly and uh, remembering mm -hmm. uh, the times well at Juventus. It's hard not to like the guy, and he's responsible for some uh, fantastic moments for us. And the one you're going to play is just epic, absolutely epic. I remember that thing vividly and where I was and when it happened, when it went down. And yeah. he had many, many more beautiful goals and epic moments on top of that. So, yeah, he was he was a killer uh, it was fantastic to take him from Napoli after breaking the Serie A oh. scoring record too. It was, it was a big, big move. Um, unfortunately, we came up just shy in the Champions League, but it would have been nice. Uh, obviously, if we could have wrapped it up, would have been the cherry on top. But uh, he did his job and at a high level. I got nothing but respect for uh, Pipita. I forgot to introduce Alessandro Belpiero. This is for Higuain. Um, yeah, man. You know, it would be so funny if we're talking about a different goals. We're, we're talking about the Inter goal, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that, absolutely. The, you know, I've, I've had to watch many games on record, but this, uh, and, and many have been spoiled. Some of the noticeable ones were, uh, notable ones were the comeback of PSG, uh, Barca against PSG. Somebody spoiled it for me. I picked someone up from the airport and they opened the app and they're like, oh, these fucking idiots about PSG. I was like, what are you doing? I, I picked you up. I put it on record. But anyways, that one, the, um, the, um, the, the game, the Aguero goal for Man City, I set, I set my alarm for a wrong time. I missed that game. Um, but yeah, this one, I waited all day long. I had to go to LA for my niece's birthday. And so imagine the game was at 2 o'clock. I sit down at 8 p.m. I already live in Chicago. My parents, I... I get to watch my game with the game with my parents who live in LA. It was just such an awesome experience. Um, they may have known the score. My mom has really got a really good poker face, but when he scored, I mean, the, the, she had to close the win Like she, she legit had to close the door because um, it was just one of those primal screams. It was, if you remember, 
a few days before that, Dybala got com confronted by the ultras. If you guys remember that video, I think I'll, I'll try to find it and retweet it, uh, where they're pleading with him. They're, they're, a lot of people didn't like that, you know, like a hundred dudes surrounding Dybala, but he held his own, and then he comes out, um, subbed on, and, and he, I think he even earned the free kick as well, right? I think so, Dybala. yeah. Yeah. So his free kick goes, and, and you know, you have to watch it with the Arabic commentary. That's the GOAT commentary. I cannot watch any other version of that goal. Um, and that the own goal before that, when Cuadrado kind of crossed or whatever he did, and the, the ball ended up in the goal, just a magical game. And, uh, yeah, that, that would be my all-time favorite, Iguain goal. But there were many. There was one where I think his first goal against Napoli, he, he tried to be respectful. But then yeah. the the second goal at uh, back then Sao Paulo it was just like, you know what, love is gone. You guys yeah. treated me like shit. I mean, there was nooses around, not, uh, you know, Naples with with his body like mannequin hanging with his. And some of the players, uh, Insigne included, were speaking out about him and uh, leaving and their thoughts about him and that the respect was gone and all this. And mm. he he said, okay. I'm uh, yeah, full out uh, Bianco Nero mode now, and he let her fly. Yeah, yeah. He scored against every rival that we had, if I'm not mistaken. Like these goals against Milan, and and he, you mentioned him going to Milan, but he never scored against us. If you remember that penalty. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and got sent that, off after. That's right. That was a rough game for him. Oh, that was it? a rough one. That was a rough <laughs> one for him. Uh, how can we forget? Um, I guess we can. I totally just just blanked on the question. Um, damn it, Pipita was uh, yeah, it was cool, man. I mean, sixty six goals, sixteen assists, one hundred forty nine matches. I mean, legend though, because that's getting thrown around. Juventus legend. I, for me, no, 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 for sure. Somebody read that, and oh, I mean, he's listening to us. He's a really good. Uh, five-star general, as I call him, as, as listeners. Um, Shout-outs to Amit. He said, legend. I was like, brother Amit, I gotta got to disagree with you. Uh, if he goes to Cardiff and wins the Champions League, -le semi-legend for sure. But then, you know, that video, that video of him yawning after the game just broke my heart. It's like, you... How can you yawn in a moment like this? I mean, you saw it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's interesting what uh, everybody has as their uh, requirements to reach legend status, too. Like, it's interesting. It's kind of different for everybody, right? But it What's can yours? change. Like, for some people, it's the amount of time put in at the club is one okay. of the requirements. However, like you stated, and I agree with you, if someone were to come in for two years but balls out and is like one of the first one of the main reasons we capture like a champions league that enters if we haven't won one since 96 and a guy comes in and is like one of the main reasons why we tackle one he would instantly almost enter that legend status well i think there's legend as far as what you know the time put in and there's like a like an iconic player. Like to me, Tevez is more iconic than Higuain. Sorry. Tevez just was that guy 
He's 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 a little icon of the of the time. Uh, like legends, it's like take any like Kilini, definitely yeah. a legend. But can they be both? Kilini can be an icon of Juve with his headband. It's like an image. It's it's yeah, more of an yeah. image you created while your time. Uh, and I feel like Higuain just falls short. But man, do you remember his look when he came to Juve the first year? That's that's summer. <laughs> oh yeah he got roasted no pun intended i mean the guy was overweight and um yeah. it was a rough beginning for him man yeah but then but, but then they they started posting pictures of his six-pack when he like he would purposely take you know kind of wipe his face with a shirt revealing the stomach afterwards it was it's fun times fun times but yeah i mean that 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 time in cardiff ah he was just wishing he would score against his his former team but no that didn't happen but we've had we've had good times we made a lot of rival fans really really upset with that one that was when that was when juve were making fuck you purchases like hey 90 mil come over here i i don't like i don't like the let's let's go um yeah happy retirement to be honest with you i kind of thought he was already retired <laughs> I know I'm terrible for saying that, but I feel like he retired like a year ago. Uh, just, I mean, can you blame me? I haven't seen him play or do anything for a couple of years now. That yeah. that spell that spell at Chelsea was hilarious too. Yeah, it's uh, sometimes uh, you know when these guys uh, take off. I don't follow too many UVA players once they leave. To be honest, I just kind of like I'm. I'm yeah. pretty busy. I don't have a lot of time to follow much more than Juventus, to be sure. quite honest. Sure. Hey, um, you, I try you... my best, but there's some players I do follow. And, uh, you know, Iguain in MLS and whatnot, I followed a little bit just to kind of see how he was doing and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I got to admit, uh, I didn't uh, really go too crazy on the MLS thing to kind of mm -hmm. follow him. Uh, I'm actually enjoying uh, Bernardeschi at Toronto, to be 100% honest, because uh, he just yes, seems... Sir. He just seems happy, element. you know, and yeah. like he, it, you could see it in his game and stuff. And sure, we could talk about the quality of leagues being miles apart, which it is. But uh, it's just good for him after all the stuff he went through, regardless if the criticism was valid and whatnot. It's just nice to see a guy finally, you know, just excelling and having fun. That's all. He, he sure, had man. a pretty rough goal. Yeah, and I kind of want to mention that part um the 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 mental strength and you know that's that's a big thing right now and i totally understand why um just seeing him kind of not giving an f because he's he, he's he's now famous for his post-game interviews and he's just and i've seen a couple of comments his voice doesn't match his his body at all like it's so funny to me because to me, Dybala's voice doesn't match him. So if, if they switch, that would totally make sense to me. Uh, that just type of weird shit that I, that I think about sometimes. Um, <laughs> by the way, I caught, uh, I, I caught like a little part of, I think it was Portland Timbers against uh, LA Galaxy or, or, or LAFC. Anyways, doesn't matter. MLS has grown pretty much, uh, pretty well in quality. Uh, I remember watching a few years ago, maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago, nine years ago, just completely different now. It's a really technical, um, 
a group of people and hating on it because it's a different league is just so stupid and I'm glad it's I'm glad the opinion is changing a little bit. Would, would I watch it regularly? No, but I've been to stadiums and it's fun. Do do you guys have where where are you in in Canada, I assume? So I'm about a three and a half hour drive from Vancouver. So Vancouver's got mm -hmm. the white caps. Um, mm -hmm. And then of course in Canada, we have Toronto and Montreal over on the East coast. Um, mm -hmm. I was born in Ontario. So Toronto FC, I support mm -hmm. the Toronto clubs. Oh, that's cool. I still show love to the Vancouver club and whatnot, but uh, the atmosphere for the white caps has kind of gone down in the performance of the team. They had a, They had a little a little stretch there where they were good and the atmosphere was good and I will say it was fun like you say it was a good it was a good environment something cool for Canada because you could go to the pub and you could march in with they're called the Southsiders and take you right to the stadium from the pub and it's a good good fun event in Toronto obviously when Giovinco ex Juve player went there mm -hmm. uh, lit it up took the league by storm yeah. Giovinco and um brought a that championship was a big, that, there. that was a big moment that was a big moment for yeah for the league and you were seeing that was as close to europe coming to mm -hmm. canada as far as football goes because they had the tfc supporters and they had flares out and they were chanting and they were it was it was cool it was a cool atmosphere it was something cool to see and uh, giovinco was largely um you know, responsible you used, for bringing that. You used Jovinko and largely in one in one sentence. Hey, the atomic ant himself was the largely giant. responsible for doing that. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool to see. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually, fun fact, I just remembered, we went to see uh, Chicago play against Toronto, and we like a bunch of people from the UF fan club here got his autograph, and it was really cool to everyone. And then we saw Pirlo play, and he uh, he signed all the shirts and stuff. Um, Yeah, it's 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 grown by a lot. I'm, I'm glad we kind of touched on something kind of Juve adjacent. And now Jovinko is remind me what Jovinko does now for Juve. That was yeah. So Jovinko is going to be right? training uh, with the youth academy. So he's going to actually take part in uh, running the youth academy in Toronto. That's awesome. Yeah, they yeah. got they got the academies all over the place. Uh, let's switch the gears a little bit to a return that everyone's looking forward to from a like a one to a million how much are you looking forward to seeing Chiesa back out there oh come on <laughs> over a million uh we we need this guy i gotta admit watching those training videos yesterday he had that one step that kind of looked like he was uh going right? down i was like oh no i was like <laughs> oh no it's not the same thing I was like, you see that little stutter and like like something was gonna give <laughs> no. i was like no no i was like take it easy Take it easy. Yeah, yeah it's going to be, uh, I think everybody's uh, heart skipped a beat when they saw that. But uh, it's cool, man. For it's sure. good. It's a guy like that um, coming back is um, going to be a huge Game boost. Changing. Even if we have to be patient, it's going to pick the rest of the guys up and spirits up. And you can already see in training the videos that Juve is putting out. You can already just see mm -hmm. spirits starting to kind of pick up, right? Um, tomorrow is a big one so. against uh, Maccabi, and it's a must-win. Yeah. But uh, it's great seeing Kesa back, man. Uh, I can't wait for him to get back into the lineup, start getting some minutes, and hopefully he can uh, contribute. I know that a lot of people have some uh, concerns because uh, he wasn't doing great before the injury for Allegri, but 
Um, let's not think about that just right now, and let's just hope uh, he comes back, stays healthy, and uh, sorts it out. Yeah, well, I got a, I copy pasted a, a snippet from an article here. So just to refresh your memory, Chiesa has returned uh, to first team training with Juventus nine months after nine months, man, uh, after suffering an injury to his uh, anterior cruciate ligament (ACL), ba- basically. Uh, the Italy international underwent surgery after injuring his left knee in a Serie A win over Roma in January, causing him to miss the rest of the season, the rest of the 2021-22 campaign. And I was just getting, man, those, those ACLs are no joke, man. I have friends with, you know, who played rugby or whatever. Giovanni played rugby. Uh, shout outs to Uncle Gio. And our mutual friend, I mean, your knee is never the same, but hopefully since he's a sort of a professional that's under much better supervision. I hope he does better. But it's it's always in the back of your mind, I think. Yeah. I feel like, well... That's what we were talking about with Chiesa. Is, uh, the biggest thing you're for talking with Chiesa about to, it? What's that? You're talking with Chiesa about it? No, I'm saying that's what, uh, like, us, all of us, you and Tini have been talking about, is the biggest yeah. thing for him is going to be him trusting himself fully like he did before. It's the mental aspect. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, if you go back and watch Chiesa's goals, it's just pure grinta. It's just pure, I want to take this ball away from you. Um, just, I mean, yeah, just go to YouTube and see how important that guy is to us. And um, I know Milan is shaking because the Milan killer, there's just certain players that score against certain teams and uh, Chiesa loves a good Milan goal. What do you think about the Serie A this year so far? It's surprising. It's uh, really, really surprising to see certain teams uh, where they are. I mean, Udinese is catching everybody off guard. Atalanta's high up there. Napoli, many thought were going to struggle. I would admit I wouldn't expect them to be tops right now. Um, but uh, the guys that they did bring in are doing the job. Uh, for us, I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised it's been such a struggle. We had a pretty favorable schedule to start the season with, and we have yep. kind of squandered that. And we have a very tough October ahead of us, and we have little to no wiggle room for drop points. Like, Syria, we've got to get four out of five this month. Um, but it's... Uh, I think it's going to be wide open the whole way through. I don't see anybody pulling away with it by any means. And I think there's going to be a lot of teams exchanging those positions between, you know, uh, top and seventh, to be honest. I think there's going to be a lot of interchanging. And uh, it's good to see, to be honest. Well, um, so let's but, see. Uh, so of course, not... it'd be better to see Juve straight to the top and win it. But what do you think? So let's let's read the top seven. Napoli is in first with 20 points. Atalanta is... 20 points as well. Udinese in third with 19 points. Oh, dude, Udinese, look at them. Six wins, one one draw, one loss. Lazio, number four. Milan is kind of struggling on fifth. Roma, sixth. Uh, Juventus, seventh. Uh, well, the good news is first and seventh, which is us and Napoli, is separating. Uh, uh, seven points separate us. Uh, I mean... Just breaks my heart. We could have been number one without all these dumb losses and draws. Yeah. That Monza loss was just a nail in the coffin. Yeah. I, oh, oh I, I, I need to ask everyone. 
comes on the podcast. Are you are you typing in that famous hashtag yet? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Talk about it a lot, but no, no, yeah, no, not yet. I mean, I guess you just never know. You, I mean, we'll know by the end of the seasons if that that was the right decision to keep him. But it's a ballsy move. I mean, for the team to kind of stick. You got to respect that. I, I wasn't a fan, and it's not like there's a ton of options available. Maybe that was uh, a deciding factor as well. But sticking I, sticking with Allegri after that start, ballsy move. I will say, after the Monza one and the kind of chaos that ensued, the biggest thing for me was not just the result, as bad as it and awful as it was, and unacceptable. It's just how we were playing. And then when you start to hear players having issues in the locker room, and then you've got this weird dynamic that Agnelli kind of created in terms of bringing back Allegri, but still keeping Nedved around that awkward scenario. Like this guy wanted you out three years ago. You did go out. Now you're back, but we're keeping this guy too. When all that was going on, I thought for sure Juve was going to pull the trigger. And to be honest, I would have been fine with it if they did choose to the fact that they didn't okay what can i do other than back him and hope he sorts it out i mean we need the results yeah. we need it financially um we need to do better start winning games and stuff if they're gonna stick with him and back him he better he better bring it but uh i just don't like hearing about this uh player quality thing and guys away from injured i mean he's got to do his job regardless of the guys he has at his disposal we have to win mm -hmm. and i don't want to hear about player quality when we're losing to monza yeah yeah for sure mentality has been an issue uh you mentioned injuries don't know what the hell's going on with that um we're, i was just reading about uh milik having some fatigue issues and really Muscle fatigue, but they're not concerned, and he should be on the bench tomorrow. Probably wasn't going to start, Max said, because Di Maria suspended for the Milan game. So they'll need him to start against Milan. But uh, it's still it's still such a major concern with us, like the just yeah. the muscle injuries and muscle fatigue and just the training of our players. And when you start seeing guys leave to other clubs yep. and they're not at their standard, as tar uh, in terms of fitness and whatnot, mm -hmm. you really start to wonder, like, what the hell's going on? I mean, you can see that. You can see that when they play. Uh, we used to play at such insane speeds, all 90 minutes under Conte and even sometimes under under Allegri, like when we needed these wins and Allegri uh, would just go all out and uh, kind of support the team and be that guy on the sidelines. I don't know what happened to Mad Max, like... Allegri of three, four years ago would have seen this garbage and jackets would be thrown around. Now he's kind of a little passive. Maybe it is. We, we talked about it on, on the last or whatever podcast that maybe the money was a little too good. Like, what does he care? You know what I mean? Like, maybe it's just the, the fact that he was more mo motivated last time. Uh, but, yeah, you can definitely see them, you know, kind of putting their – putting their hands on their knees sometimes, getting tired. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan because when you see other leagues and, you know, break, breakneck, what's the word, neck-breaking speeds, uh, and then you see Juve and, and Arthur being sent to a lower team of Liverpool because he's just so unprepared. It's just awful. 
but you know arthur is not like a specimen of a, of a of a physical human being either but still like sort of embarrassing all right yeah um pogba pogba should be coming back soon as well um so tell me about a little more about your your podcast what do you guys do what do you guys talk about um we do crew, uh... just i i love to you know share stories about how podcasts and youtubes are created well uh like i said we've got a pretty big team you know 11 12 of us in total Damn. Uh, the group chat can get pretty messy at times because mm -hmm. everybody's very opinionated and we love that that's probably one of the great things about us we just we mix it up we get hyped up for the match games uh on the match days uh we just kind of do a live before kind of see how everybody's feeling tackle the news Obviously, uh, at, during the game, I try as much as possible to do live watch-alongs where people can just watch me basically react to the moments live. And I try to mm. offer some commentary that's better than... Uh, I like to think I'm better than at least Fubo TV because those announcers are rough. Um, so yeah. Oh my God, Fubo. I didn't know actually anybody actually So in Canada, that. we don't get Paramount Plus. Ah, uh. Well, so that's an much, American thing. Still. So for us, it's either like you go DAZN with a VPN, which I was doing for a while, but it started to get shoddy this year. Uh, so I switched to Fubo, and the announcers are just shocking. Like, do a, I'm not asking a lot. Just do a little bit of homework. Just a little oh bit of homework goodness. before you call the games. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Paramount Plus is a is a love and hate relationship, but they, the fact that they brought on about a, a lot of people that people like, that was their... That was a huge plus. I mean, now they got Ray Hudson. I don't know if you've ever heard about Ray Hudson, uh, a legend. I mean, they got Marco on it. They got uh, Matteo Bonetti and, and uh, Dre Cordero. It's just an awesome, yeah. uh, awesome group of people. And their Champions League coverage has been, has been all right. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, we promised you guys a short little episode. Catch up with our friend. Uh, if there's anything else you want to discuss, is there any news? Camera Nazi's birthday. Moral. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know you posted that. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Had the little uh, had the little kit here uh, from Camo when he finished up with the number eight. Obviously, we're sixteen a ton. Mm -hmm. I did have I like one that. Uh, for Pipita too. Obviously, there you go. Guys, I got 138 UV kits. I got to show them sometimes, right? Dude, you need to do a whole episode on that, man. Because every shirt has a has a story. Like, what was your what what's what's some of your favorite recent ones? You got the Vlaovic yet? Oh yeah, yeah. You got, got the Vlaovic. Vlaovic. I was pretty hyped up on that signing. Just everything about it. Um, the fact that it was out of nowhere. The fact that we took another mm -hmm. stud from Fiorentina. You know that they're hyping up. Uh, it was it was a big move. It was a really nice one for Cherubini and Adiva Bene too, because it kind of just showed where the team's at currently and what their goals are and what they're trying to uh, kind of what they're trying to go after. And it was also the end of an era because you knew that was probably it for Paulo Dybala. Um, cause now we're going to go this route and start to go, uh, around a new young, uh, Serbian bomber. So it's, it's interesting, but, uh, the kits, yeah. Some of my favorite ones, I actually really like this year's home kit. I really do. And I like the away. 
Um, just classic black. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of pattern to it that's hard to see. It's cool. The um, last year's yeah, home I thought was classic, solid. just solid stripes. Nice, mm-hmm. like the V-neck collar or whatever. Fine, no issues with it. I don't like when they get too crazy on the home kits, personally. The third kits, mm-hmm. they can get wild with the third kits. I'm cool with that. But the home ones should be pretty pretty classic still. Uh, yeah, you're a big collector, aren't you? Is there is there one that you can sell for a lot of money? Like, is there one... That's worth a lot of money in your closet. I've got some. How do you, first good of all, how do you pieces. have space for a hundred something jerseys? I got yeah, I've got some pretty pretty good pieces from back in the day, like a Baggio away um, mm, nice. from like the nineties, and then yeah, there's some there's some good pieces in there for sure. And then we try to get all the limited ones too, so I get the limited uh, edition ones, the Palace and whatnot, and yeah, there's some good pieces in there for sure. And then nice. you get some that are signed too. So you got the 97, 98 uh, Sony one with Del Piero sign that's framed in the uh, in nice. the man cave. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, dude, I'm a big fan. Um, and, you know, like you see people on YouTube or whatever, the creators are, uh, but like, hanging out with you you're 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 a cool dude it was it was fun to hang out have a drink uh telling you man canadians are the best people in the world bro hey hey, there you go there you go (laughs) yeah it was awesome man it's cool i mean we did that show i had you on uh, a while ago and then uh it was like yeah we tried to set something up on uh, your channel too and then it was good but la like i said that was one of the highlights was uh you know meeting everybody in the uh, LA uh, fan club that shows me a lot of support. Um, and it was, it was just cool. It was cool. Saeed, yeah. obviously, um, Joe, big shout out to Joe. And then, uh, yeah, yourself. It was cool, man. Like I That's said, fun. one of the first, uh, shows I started listening to, man, uh, was yours and it's, Appreciate uh, cool. So, uh, congrats on, uh, 200 episodes. Thanks, you know, I'm, I'm very, very happy to be a part of 201 or 201. Yeah, man. I see. See now you're confusing me again. We decided <laughs> two hundred. Two hundred. It just sounds sounds like it's more important than it is if you say two hundred and one. That's awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. You betcha. Uh, boys and girls, I hope you guys enjoyed having Al with us here as much as I did. Um, you guys got a game tomorrow. Uh, did, did you Did you want to mention anything about the game? Um, uh, playing at home should be must win, man. Not, must win, but I was going to say easy win, but nothing is easy is an easy win anymore, man. I mean, those those dudes pressed against PSG pretty well, so yeah, um, definitely we got our work cut out for us. The the three zero win was hopefully a um, good precedent to tomorrow's win. Um, that that Serbian connection is starting to work, and Milik, man, mentioned Milik, surprise signing, doing pretty well. He definitely has a. Um, has the attitude for the game. Hopefully his fatigue, hopefully he's not very tired anymore, but, uh, waiting. Finally, our first three, three points in the group. I mean, if if we don't win tomorrow, even the draw, right? Like puts us in a bad position. Oh yeah. It's, it's must win. Must Um, win for sure. And Yelly's got to fix that stadium, man. We got to pick up that atmosphere. Dude. I can't believe you got, you got a couple of minutes. We have a few questions. Hey, I got, uh, I got, I got time, man. 
We can keep uh, Man, I can't believe. So speaking of Amit, I know I mentioned him. Uh, let's just go through them real quickly. How many goals would Haaland score in his current Juventus team? Would it be more than Vlaovic, the same, or even less at present? Like, I kind of like that question. I, I, I don't really do hypothetical more. questions, but th- this one's fun. What would you say? Sorry. I love hypotheticals, too. Um, <laughs> I actually think it would be a little bit more. Because the one thing I'm critical of uh, Vlaovic for, and I will admit he's not getting the service and support that he needs. However, there's a lot of opportunities that he does get where you expect a guy of that caliber that's going to be counted on and like a project built around to bury. I think Haaland would be burying those. And you don't even have to look that far back. Last match against Bologna, he had that break. That's got to end up in the back of the net if you're a killer. Halan's going to sure. put that in. He's going to find a way to put that in. So I say he has a bit more than Vlaovic. Uh, he, he would pick up the goalie and just walk into the goal with him, just, just carrying him. <laughs> with that Halan <laughs> song playing. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that guy's a unit, man. It's not even fair. And I'm, you know what? I'm kind of glad because as a we're, we're Serie A fans. We're always going to be a little judgmental of EPL. And I'm kind of enjoying the fact that for the next three, four years, it's Man City, you know, dominating. And Arsenal may be first number one right now, but I don't think they can keep up the pace. Holland is going to, you know, score hat-tricks every game, especially again. I mean, he scored, whether you like it or not, whether you respect him or not right now, it's Man United. Like, it's, 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 a, it's a decent team, and he just, you know, buried three goals against them. Um, anyways, I just moving can't on. get over the stats, man. Like, yeah, yeah. at that age, Messi and Ronaldo were around, what, 40 and 50 goals. This kid's at 100 and, like, 170, 160 or something. Like, it's just it's madness. absurd. Yeah, I think absurd what's cool, sure. too, is whether or not it happens or not, but he is saying he wants to go to, like, all the top leagues and oh, really? play in all of them and be able to do damage and get accolades amongst all of them. So that's pretty cool to hear, too. So... Hey, if it happens Imagine. and he ends up coming to Syria, hopefully it's us. Let's go. I mean, it's it pretty much pretty much will be us, right? Like if he comes to, because isn't there isn't there some connection? Anyways, I, I know Gotta Uber be. fans are really hopeful. Uh, Joe Cappuccino, one of my favorite Twitter names on Twitter, uh, he posted two questions. Let's just go with one since we're a little tight on time. So you choose which one. Who would you guys replace Allegri with? And second question. Well, I guess we'll we'll do this one. Why am I Al's favorite AG, AJC team member? Well, Joe, I told you, you got to stop putting pineapple on pizza if you want to be in the mix for uh, <laughs> top on the team, buddy. Give that is up that, and then that, we'll talk. Is that the only thing? Like, literally, that's it? That's separating him? <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got to at least drop that before he can even be in contention. Uh, no, uh, I, uh, the, the team's great. I love them all. They do so much, especially big shout out to the guys on the news, Lucci, Luca, um, Lou and Omer, uh, and even Anthony huge job, like keeping up with all the news day in, day out, like massive, massive. You, you got, you got three dudes named Lucci, Lou and Luke. So what? Daniel Lucci, we got Luca Natale and then we got Luis DeVito. <laughs> oh my God. These dudes need like a, like a, like a. First letter after the name to separate them. That's that's awesome. It's that's amazing. cool, man. And Joe's so, first question. What was Joe's first question? Uh, who would you guys replace Allegri with? Do, doesn't he have? Doesn't he belong to a channel? What is he? What is he? What is he? In my mentions for? 
He's got a he's got a whole Joe podcast. Cappuccino, he's with us. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What? Why is he's he asking just, you he's questions? Hey, man, he's showing some love, showing some support. I like it. I'm just kidding. I love it. Yeah. So who who would you replace him with? Oh man, I like. Him. Right now, with where I see the team at, every pick has doubts. Um, but I think the biggest thing for us that I've been saying for a while watching them is the mentality I think would be the biggest thing and would get us over our kind of biggest obstacle and hurdle right now. So if I'm looking at a manager and I'm looking at uh, someone that can shift that mentality, I mean, not a lot of people, well, it's kind of mixed. We'd run a poll on it, but Conte almost gives you that instant stimulus. Mm and can change that whole outlook really, really quick. He's got guys playing way above their capabilities because he, yeah. he instills that sense of belief, right? I yeah. mean, do we have to really talk about this a lot and get into exactly. it? Look at that Italy squad he almost went to the Euro final with. Look, mm-hmm. at, look at that team. Graziano Pelle, Eder, uh, Giaccherini, yeah. for God's sakes. The guy's got an instant stimulus, but can he do it? on a second time back at the same club. I don't know. Tudor is an interesting one. Igor Tudor. I'd probably say between Conte and Tudor for myself. Uh, maybe Tudor would be great with us, but I've seen, I mentioned that I've seen his Marseille, right? That's uh, they're, they're Marseille, playing in the yeah. Champions League. I wasn't impressed with, with that squad. I mean, they got whatever the game I watched, they got squashed and they, they showed very little, uh, very little, you know, progress on the field but hey maybe i'm wrong but that's really good question thank you dudes for asking thank you um and they all have Cappuccino. doubts like i said it'd be tough man it'd be tough yeah. who would you pick if you could hand pick coach right now if i could whoever's available or who like anyone in the world just right if now. you could hand pick somebody yeah well i said on a previous podcast i would go with del neri i would i would start our our era over and just just build from the ground up, build a new stadium, uh, just just do everything we did in 2011. My ears, my ears. <laughs> that was a that was a legendary season. I dude, that that Juve. If you think Juve is bad now, you guys should go back to like 2009, eight. Um, just watch Del Neri and Ferrara, uh, and and play. You know, watch that Juve. You'll appreciate uh, but, every game after that for sure. I mean, that's we we got too used to winning. People just got yeah. too, too yeah. you know, too full of of wins, and you know, can never have. Uh, Zidane would be my guy, honestly. Uh, they say he got lucky with with Real Madrid, and I was arguing with someone on on not arguing, just just a conversation. You can't say a player got uh, a coach got lucky. If he wins three Champions Leagues in a row, man, you yeah. can't get that lucky. My question would uh, be, though, can he do it at this moment with a team that doesn't have an identity? You know what I mean? Can he Can he make that growth? That's the only question I have. Uh, but you know what? If you hire someone, you got to give them players. So if yeah. we're talking in hypotheticals now, like, hey, if, if Allegri is – if that's what he's requesting, and I've – thought about it many times Allegri may be just a comfortable choice for this for the current management like I'm not going to ask you for much uh but you'll you'll give me some leeway you'll you'll give me a chance to to screw up a few times as opposed to you know coaches who require a lot of uh a lot of good signings 
Uh, so Zidane would be my guy, plus because I love Zidane. Um, yeah. Zaid is asking why why is our stadium so empty? Considering we have the biggest fan base in Italy, I find it very strange. Let's just burn through this one real quick. I replied with a big old money bag. It's just very expensive, and we see Maurizio mentioning the prices always. We're used to this shit in in North America. This this is not a European model. You can't expect them to pay 100 euros for a game, uh, especially if you're going to the stadium where it's quiet and the team is playing poorly. These yeah. People are a little smarter. We're, we kind of throw our money at entertainment here, especially in America. But people back, you know, back in Europe, they're not going to they're not going to, you know, waste yeah. all that money and expect that kind of poor performance, you know. Yeah, everything's got to be in line. So you want to pay the big bucks. You want to draw the big bucks. Everything's got to be in line. Atmosphere, performance, mm -hmm. results, all that. And uh, right now, if you look at all those things, they're all kind of an issue. So naturally, it's going to kind of go down a bit. And uh, I actually talked to a lot of people, and there was uh, people I know that went to Italy and whatnot. And then I asked, I said, hey, are you going to make the trip down to the game? And he's just like, mm -hmm. honestly, he said, I'm not so sure. I'm having a great trip. I'm having a good time with family. I don't know if I want to make that drive, the five mm -hmm. hours, whatever, if I want to pay that money. And maybe, just maybe, you know, the atmosphere is not going to be what it is. And if they lose or get a bad result, you know, it's just the reality. For us, for us getting over, for me from Canada, it's a huge amount of money. Like, it's a sure. big amount of money to go over to a game and take it in. And, yeah, it's it's a it's a investment almost in uh, going to watch Juve for us in uh, western side of Canada, and yeah, especially man, they, they got to get it on point. Far. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, Mark Jacobson is asking. Uh, he's asking many questions, so we'll, we'll choose one. Uh, so do you? He's asking. I guess. I guess this question has three questions in it. Mark never makes it easy on anyone. Everyone knows Mark Jacobson. Mark's, Mark's uh, gold. Uh, so he's saying, do you believe in the... And we're kind of... We'll, what do you say we'll wrap it up with this? Uh, 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 Lorenzo is also asking, what's the ceiling on Miretti? Hopefully there is no ceiling. Yeah. Really looking forward to that that dude. And we, by the way, we got Miretti stickers coming uh, tomorrow. Please check TurinGiants.com. Uh, created by Whiskey, our, our, our boy. Uh, yeah, awesome stickers. So, Mark Jacobson, he's asking, do you believe in the organizational strategy of Juve and why do you believe it? And then then three points that he brings up, betting all older. I guess this is one of those questions that they answer themselves. Do you ever get those those listeners to just li literally just go with it and answer their own question? That's cool. That's cool. They're, it's you know, it's cool, throw, too. Maybe trying to, you know, subtly uh, influence the answer or whatnot to meet what he wants the answer to be. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, it's cool with me. So basically, b before I get into this, so on YouTube, we have a thing where, where – um, Dave hosts listeners. So if you have an opinion, if you don't have a, an outlet, and if you want to do uh, a little back and forth with Dave on YouTube, please, uh, you know, subscribe on YouTube to Giants so you can be part of the part of the discussion. So Mark is saying betting on older, experienced players and allowing the coach more say in transfers, uh, youth setup, and still buying young players and sending them out on loan for future plus Valenza. So kind of a loaded question. Take take what you can from it. I, 
I do believe in what's happening right now um, because I like the way Cherubini and Arriva Bene are operating. So I actually do think they've done quite well given the circumstances. Um, I think a couple of the things that he's got in his kind of answer to his own question with in regards to still loaning players out, Rovella, obviously, I probably would have said we could have kept him around, but it's it's a tough one. Miretti's proven to be pretty valuable. Fagioli is the one that is kind of not, yeah, he needs to be producing a little bit more and doing more of the minutes he's getting. Rovella is balling for uh, Monza, which is good. But I don't Cambiasso. think we're to expect everything to be done so quickly of this management is kind of not fair and not right because we know how long kind of mistakes have been taking place with contracts. This year, it's naturally going to get cleaned up because Rabio's going to be gone, Quadrado's going to be gone, Sandro's going to be gone. You have a lot of cleanup just naturally being done with mm-hmm. contracts. And then these guys can start to work. We saw the numbers and what they've already cut down in salary. It's going to be cut down by those guys as well. We really need to do good in results because we need the revenue. So, and, and Yelly, for God's sakes, fix the stadium because you need that revenue. You need it. Okay, $250 million deficit. We got to start winning. So that's big on max. In terms of banking on experienced players, again, I don't necessarily think we're doing that uh, like older guys. If you want to look at Di Maria, uh, even Pogba or whatnot, it's because that cleanup from the, these years previously and all these mistakes and contracts and flash signings that we couldn't sustain, you still have to get out of that. So, yeah, you're still looking at free options that can help the team. Pogba, Di Maria, they fall in that category. It's not necessarily saying that we're banking our future on these guys. Obviously, they're not. Obviously, it's Vlaovic, Miretti, Locatelli, Bremer now, you know, like they have a solid core that they've already been able to bring in. We've got Chiesa, for God's sakes, that's coming back now. There is a solid core in spine. We have to round out the 11, but again, you're handcuffed on guys like your Rabios, your uh, Sandros, your Quadrados. Once those guys clean up and we can bring in better and well-round the 11, and when the financials start to kind of make, when they can do more of the financials, I think then you'll really see Arriva Bain and Cherubini take Syria by storm. I like I, what they're doing so far. I feel like I feel like COVID didn't help, and teams just had to had to um, improvise. And I I can't say I hate what they've been doing. Um, scouting a little more, Juve scouting is just terrible. Uh, but hopefully now with Miretti, Miretti, by the way, is. He's definitely not a rule. He's an exception. So uh, hopefully we struck gold. But like you said, Fajoli just needs a little more time, Ravella. And COVID, like I said, COVID hopefully uh, made them rethink uh, rethink the strategy because it's clearly we can't keep up with the, uh, with EPL. And hopefully EPL is a, is a bubble that's ready to burst as well because the, the numbers that you see there is just insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, really good analysis, dude. Really, 
Well and done. And the other thing um, that's tough too that people got to think about is that it's uh, it's harder for Juve to pick the talent across the league the way we used to because now they're mm-hmm. really coming at us hard for what they expect financially. And I'm telling you, if some <laughs> of these teams sell to Juve, I guarantee you if they sold outside of Italy, they're not going to get that, like, they wouldn't be selling for that kind of money. So the teams are not necessarily working with us the way they used to. We used to be able to pick up that talent uh, and prices that nobody could believe, right? And now that's kind of gone away. And you're starting to see Juve Mm -hmm. shop outside a little bit more. But they're doing good with the U23s. Solid talents bringing in. That Yildiz kid they brought in is scoring, like, crazy so hopefully that pans out and they want to bring more young guys in uh that can hold uh, some value and that's what they need to do because when we bring in guys that are of a certain age there's no there's no backside to that deal like you're never going to move them you're never going to make money it's just a dead-end deal so the fact that they're looking at younger and starting to maybe take up a milan model is uh is good thinking and something that they need to do for sure Sorry, uh, my face was in the phone because you mentioned the under 23, which is now um, under uh, uh, Montero's tutelage. Montero, right? yeah, another Montero, beauty. That's right. Another, another just legend with, with a man. He's got a bite to him. He's got that dog in him. Uh, so Primavera side has been scoring numbers in the league with 18 goals in six games. That's pretty wild. Uh, they just beat uh, Maccabi 3-1. Uh, like you said, Yield is scoring Hassa and Angele. Um, they're, um, they're second in their group uh, uh, under PSG. PSG have six points. We have four points. So hopefully that's good. I mean, it's, it's just it's only smart to just develop that, that youth sector because free money. I mean, what's, what's there to think about? You can bring in a flashy signing every once in a while, but you do need to have – we mentioned Jovinko. Like – how many of the of the academy products do, have we really developed after who were great after Marquisio, Jovinko, and all? You know, uh, we definitely need that that core of Juve Juve products. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you, Al. You're awesome. Let me hold on. Let me see if I can. Now I do it. Oh, you got a got a big ass room over there, man, with all the stuff around you. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Such a such a fun room. Um, yeah thank you dude thanks for thanks for hopping on it was really a pleasure to chat with man, you pleasure pleasure being on here man um please follow uh ajc everywhere but just so you know every time you subscribe they kick it you kick a child every time right for a new subscriber that's your new thing rumors man rumors rumors so i don't know follow at your own discretion he says it's rumors rumors are sometimes true i'm just saying um, follow us at Juve Podcast on Twitter, at Turin Giants on Twitter as well, at, at Turin Giants on Instagram, TurinGiants.com. Please look out for the new hoodie. Really, really excited about this one. Al, love you, buddy. Um, everyone else, check on your friends, stay hydrated, and Forza Juve.